Welcome to the Good Listening To podcast with me, Chris Grimes, the podcast series that brings you The Clearing, where all good questions come to be asked and all good stories come to be told. And where all my guests have two things in common. They're all creative individuals and all with an interesting story to tell. There are some lovely storytelling metaphors, a clearing, a tree, a storytelling exercise called 54321, some alchemy, some gold, and a cake. So yes, who are you, what's your story, and what life lessons learned along your way would you like to share with us? So welcome to a GLT with me, CG, and we're recording. And we're in, so good afternoon to me, good morning to you, Deanna Bogart, all the way from California. I'm very excited on the Good Listening To podcast because you're my first foray overtly across the pond in the Good really? Listening To podcast. I'm honoured. Well, I'm honoured too, because um, I loved your website, Welcome To Deanna Land, is what you say. And you can even, I'll explain all this and you can tell us more, you can even get a Deanna Graham like what you're doing there. We'll come on to that. So this is the Good Listening To podcast and I'm Chris Grimes. I'm the curator, author and presenter. And what I particularly enjoy curating in this space called the Good Listening To podcast is the clearing where all good questions come to be asked and all good stories come to be told. And talking of good stories, we are blessed with the presence of Deanna Bogart. So you're- you're a very, very exciting and prolific musician. I think you've got about 12 albums, but you might have more. I, um, you know, I never really keep count. <laughs> I like that. You're just prolific. And you're known for smoky vocals and smooth saxophone. And you, you're a musical genre free zone. You can say all of this, but the only genre you're into is authenticity. So I liked you from the get-go as soon as I started working out. And by the way, it's, it's um, Katie Elliott Armitage is our person in common. And I, I like the fact you did that because I do that too when I think about her. What a marvellous link. Thank you. And I gather she was telling me just this morning, which would have been very early for you, I get that, because I, I have to say I, I slightly cocked up on Diana's and mine's behalf. I got our time zones completely wrong, and I was trying to get her to do this at some awful, god-awful hour for you, but you've been very accommodating, and you've scrubbed up lovely for the conversation. Thank you very much. You know, it's, it's, it's the it's the what-the-hell blow-dry. Um, <laughs> I haven't got enough hair to not worry about a what-the-hell blow-dry now. That's Wonderful good. Wonderful hair, I'm glad. And Katie said she met you on a big boat on Lake Lugano. <laughs> How glamorous is that? And then subsequently, yes. So, so I'm going to shut up and let you talk now because it's it's about you. So um, how are you today in California, Deanna Bogart? I am, um, I am good. I am good. I'm in the desert and uh, near Palm Springs and Coachella Valley near um, Joshua Tree. And, and um, it's beautiful here. So if, if one if one has to be quarantined, quarantined somewhere, it, it was um, it was helpful. It's been helpful. And by the way, can I just say I love the way you said quarantined there. That's such a lovely way to say it. Thank you. I'm very interested by linguistics and language, and that was lovely. Um, and in fact, you're doing a concert. I mean, as we record, I happen to know that in three days' time, you're doing a concert which is going to be broadcast from Palm Desert, California. Just tell us about that, first of all. You know, there's, there's, uh, as of last March when everything stopped and, and 
uh, road musicians like myself. Well, I'm a road musician for over 40 years, but now I'm a road musician without a road. So, so you have to find many other different roads, which there's always options. I'll find them. And anyway, there was a there was a um, uh, some folks that started something called um, Can't Stop the Blues, and and then they had people do videos, and then it would be fundraisers. People could see concerts if they could help out. Great if not, just enjoy. And um, and there was many of them. They were wonderful, and. Um, I guess so many people were doing things online, you know, and everybody's every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Monday. Yeah. And I watched a lot of them. And it's, you know, for me, when everybody's doing something, I tend to not do that. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So you like to be a maverick and go in the opposite direction. I do. Yeah, I do. I relate For to better that. or for worse, <laughs> but I do. And, and um, just about a, a month or two ago, I had some friends just on me for it. And I knew I would be awkward because I knew it would it would be rusty. I knew that you'd have one shot at it, and you know. And they finally got to me, and like I think somebody dared me, and then I become eight years old, and I have to go. Oh yeah, I can. So, <laughs> so, so you've already. So this is what I'm hearing is this is in the can because I saw a Facebook post where you'd been in the desert filming it. So this is something in the can for you, isn't it? It is. We did it about what maybe two weeks ago. Uh -huh. And uh, it was, and so, you know, I called a few people into, you know, a lot of my guys are on the East Coast, but I play with a lot of wonderful musicians on the West Coast. So I'm calling a few people, anybody want to do this? You want to drive from LA and do this with me? And, and, uh, you know, the budget is no budget and you can say no, I love you. And everybody said yes. And then I called this camera guy um, who lived out here and an LA filmmaker and, or, and fa uh, cameraman. And so I called him and he goes, that sounds wonderful. Um, what's the budget? I said, the budget is no budget. I just thought I'd start at the top and thanks and sorry to take your time. <laughs> and he goes, well, no, wait a minute. No, no, I think I'll do it. And, oh. and, it, and it, it was like a seed turned into a beanstalk, which the beanstalk effect is one of my Lovely. Thanks. And by the way, just the idea of um, ask and you shall be maybe given is is the idea of yes and comedy improvisation is my passion and just a mindset of saying yes and more. And bless you for even saying yes and I'll speak to you too, Chris, in this strange wilderness. And even the podcast has got going out of adversity. You know, when you look back over this path and journey since last March, only when you look back through your adversity can you see the grace and hurrah. Yeah. You know, if you kind of just go with it and kind yes. of surrender when those feathers go by or the wind goes by and you're like, okay. Yeah. And, and, I, and it's, I'm sorry. I, I was sorry. I'm sorry too. I was, I was going to say, I really enjoy the fact that whilst everyone else is going in that direction, you're still trying to go in that direction, but you've got your own flock into the desert wrapped around you and it worked. They all said yes. And we ended up on top of a mountain in the middle of the desert schlepping and it absolutely beautiful. And he came with three cameras and a drone and everybody, it was like this magic day for everybody. And it was, it was grown more than I was kind of ready for it, but we did it. And, um, and so it's kind of like a gathering on the mountain and that part of it is kind of healing. Wonderful. And so um, just, just say what it is, where can people find out about it? We'll do more of this at the end of what we're talking about, but what's the event we're talking about now? Well, it's called, can't Stop the Blues on Facebook. People can join that group. And then you can also go on YouTube, YouTube, 
dot, dot, something C, can't stop the blues, but you can get right there. And it's nice because, you know, for me, it's when I thank them, it's can't stop, can't stop the blues, can't stop music, can't stop love, can't stop truth, can't stop. It's all kinds of can't stops for me. You're an unstoppable can't stop. I get that. That's good. I'm not that. You'll take that. Okay, good. So um, I'm going to walk you through and uh, curate you through the normal journey of the Good Listening To podcast, which is um, a, a delightful storytelling journey. I can tell already, because you talked about Beanstalks, you're a natural storyteller, Deanna. It's all going to be awesome. So first and foremost, in bringing you into the clearing, and you've mentioned the desert already, you've mentioned mountains. Oh, by the way, there's one other cool photograph I have to mention. There's a photograph of you on the back of a Harley Davidson belonging to somebody called Red, and you're playing saxophone facing the back of the motorbike. So that's quite a good road musician picture right there. Ah, you're right. That's literally a road musician. Yeah, we were the, it was the last, um, the last motorcycle on the, the parade down in Panama at the Boquete uh, Blues and Jazz Festival. And, um, and, and they said, would you do that? I said, yeah, I'll try. Let's see if this will work. And, and Red and I, who I just met, I trusted him, he trusted me. And, and it was, it ended up being wonderful. And I'm playing my horn, I'm like holding my horn, but what am I gonna do with all these people around? So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, what song will everybody know? And I would like play something like on my horn going, Louie, Louie, oh, oh. And then all the people would go, woo. And dance. It's, you know, I seem to have a, a column of, of um, whatchamacallit, uh, intros on a, on a horn with my horn. I've been on a, a camel on my horn at the pyramids <laughs> in Egypt. There's pictures yeah, of the, uh, um, it was like the AP, what it is, the AP uh, uh, photography. Anyway, yeah. so, you know, I've, I have had an entrance in, entrance in a, a cherry picker with my horn. I've been going up on a... On a and by your horn, horn, you're very familiarly and affectionately referring to a saxophone, I'm assuming, that you play. Or, or maybe oh, yes, many. Oh, yeah, tenor saxophone. And, and, um, and, you know, so that was another entrance, you know, with the camel and on the, with my horn on the camel, which I had to make friends with that camel because, you know, they can get a little bit pregnant. In fact, but my son told me a joke about a camel just yesterday. What do you call a three-humped camel? Pregnant. <laughs> Sorry to give that away. But anyway. Uh, Since I don't have a drum. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How old is he? He's 13 and he's called Stan and I, he's my pet gibbon and my lockdown bestie, I have to say. I've got a daughter who's 21, but she's at university now, so. Oh, I love that, yes. I have uh, the love of my life. My daughter just turned 27 with her first big girl job and uh, my best friend and the best thing ever. Get in. So Red on the motorbike in the Harley Davidson isn't someone that you're particularly attached to. It was just that day, that magic day in Panama as a sort of Pied Piper of Panama on a Harley Davidson, just to conjure the picture. Yeah, our, our lifelong relationship lasted for about a half an hour and we totally enjoyed it. You both enjoyed the ride. That's outstanding. Anyway, that was a slight divergence back into the clearing. So okay. Deanna Bogart, multi-talented, awesome musician extraordinaire. What is a clearing like for you? Where do you go, metaphorically or literally, to get inspirational and able to just think and be creative? Well, that's... It could be internally, it could, or externally. You know, it's just the space. Um, most of it, 
most of it is is internal but I get it from more and more and so the internal clearing I love that word by the way um, the expanse of it has grown and grown have, has as I've gone along you know because you take in so many of these wonderful things and it just the Deanna land landscape sometimes I see parts of it that I'd never seen before if I'm lost in music don't even remember that there's people out there while I'm playing or if I go or if I'm running or, or things like that that can can kind of be the portal for me what I loved in what you've just said is the notion of Deanna land so, so let's go with the clearing being Deanna land so you can decide where that is and if I may I'm going to arrive next to you in your clearing with a tree now where I'm going to shake your tree to see which apples fall out how do you like them apples and they're going to take a, a, a the form of a storytelling exercise which is very juicy which is why I'm talking about apples that you can crunch us through uh, on see what I'm doing there I, and by the way, I really enjoy also whilst you're talking occasionally there's a slap of a, of a, the resonance of a, the instrument you've got on your knee so what, what is the instrument you've got oh, there oh yeah I'm sorry my fingers no, no, I like it by themselves <laughs> there's a piano here there's this ah um it's a it's a banjo lele uh, it's uh it's part it's half banjo and half ukulele I and i've never banjo lele is a great hybrid i like that it's it's me too it's got a you know the ukulele has this wonderful soft sound which i like and this has part of that but with this edge you know yes and um and uh I, I, it, yes, so what's been, the song of the moment in your head? You don't have to sing a whole song, but what's a refrain? If I just say play as a refrain, what's the tune in your head at this moment as we join you in your clearing in Deanna land? Wow. Let me think. Let me think. Hmm. I hear the voice. I hear the voice that sang my favorite nursery rhyme. Still with me by the water's edge while sipping time to time Jamaican rum. Lovely. So here I am with a tree. And now the exercise is five, four, three, two, one, where Deanna Bogart, you've had about uh, five minutes or as long as you needed to have thought about this, where you're going to tell us four things that have shaped you, three things that inspire you, two things that never fail to whoop squirrels. And you've just seen that film today. You know what I'm talking about from up. Never fail to gra grab your attention. And then one quirky or unusual fact about you we couldn't possibly know until you tell us. So that's the construct over to you four things that have shaped you. Wow. Wow. Well, it's kind of an interesting question for me. And I'm actually interested that you're interested. I think that's really cool. Um, I'm kind of like, hmm, I'm every age I've ever been and ever will be. So I can kind of go wherever I need to go, you know. So so, so many things shape you on the way with the choices that you allow for that or, or, or defend from, you know. So the things that shape will certainly, hmm, like, if, of course, it's easy to go right to like your childhood, where, where the worst of your childhood can also become the strongest ingredients that you have. Um, so there was a lot of shape, shapingness because of that. Um, when, when I took somebody's guitar, uh, my mother's guitar when I was 10, 
and uh, she was taking lessons and she I was about 10 and she was in the living room and she kept playing trying to play uh, practicing um, Red River Valley remember that song um, possibly Valley, they say you are going you are with your might smile and sweet smile the Red River Valley and she would play and she would play the chord at the wrong time and, and the wrong thing and I heard that for like two nights and it made me crazy. I was like 10. I was so frustrated. And on the third night, I just walked out and I took her guitar from the Spiegel catalog. <laughs> like, Give me that. <laughs> and I went, from this valley, they say you are going. <laughs> and I gave it to her. I walked back to my room and she comes walking down the hall and I know I'm going to be in trouble. And instead, she looked at me, she handed me the guitar, and she turned around and walked away, and it was mine. Wow. So that was the birth of your musical birth, I suppose. The genesis of, of you with an instrument, 10, because she went to fix something and get the tune right. I, I just knew what to do. I started at around 10, climbing on the piano, and, and it made sense to me. It was kind of familiar to me. Ah. And... Um, Although I, I'm, I uh, most of it, I'm basically by ear. And and of course you are a multi instrumentalist. You can tell me later on and us which are the instruments you play. But I know you happen to play the piano and the saxophone and the banjolele, and there could be other instruments you play as well. Oh, I'm sorry, I left the clearing. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. It was, it, no, no, you're in the clearing because you're ten, and that's the first memory. And by the way, the lovely thing about this exercise, broadly speaking. And I'm not trying to age us both. Um, about once a decade, something pretty profound happens that shapes you. So the fact that you just went straight in there and said, at 10, I started being a musician is sort of brilliantly right there in the, in the construct and the architecture of what we're talking about. So what else has shaped you? And who is the auntie, by the way, that you, you, took, your, you took the guitar off? Who, I'm sorry? Who was it that you took the guitar off? Was it, did you My say? My mother. Your, your mother, sorry. Okay. Sure, sure. Yeah. And, and I didn't know, you know, what being a musician meant or anything like that. I just knew that, that it was the place I found that I could go to when things were tough. Uh -huh. And, uh, um, and I was kind of like the new kid in almost every year of life and having, having music helps you, you know, it helps when you. When you say that you're the new kid, is that because you're moving around a lot? Are you talking about, or yeah. you just, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And where were you when you were 10, geographically? Let's see, I was born in Detroit, raised in Detroit, New York, and Arizona. Mm. Yeah, so we moved around a lot, which I loved. I kind of liked, I guess I got um, comfortable with, with the, um, um, a life that was consistently inconsistent. That's a lovely way to put it. A life that's inconsistently, con sorry, consistently inconsistent. <laughs> I love and, that. And, you know, so apparently that's why I ended up being a road musician, which, which made sense because, you know, I like stability. I like solid. I like to know what's going on. I like the truth. But I was a road musician, you know, and it just happened. And, and I'm like, okay, and this is just like growing up. This is consistently inconsistent. So I can do this. <laughs> and I'm hearing... You're making me think of tumbleweed and, and mm. just the idea of just going where the wind takes you. Oh, good sound. 
here all week. So yes, so because um, you've mentioned the desert, Arizona, you know, I could have a really stereotypical view of that, but it's this idea of, and when you mentioned the Joshua Tree as well, that was one of my favorite early albums of U2, the Joshua Tree. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you've got me thinking in all sorts of rich storytelling stuff. Sorry, but you did a really good tumbleweed, by the way. Thank you. I'm uh, <laughs> available 24-7, obviously, to do hey. that. I'm so sorry, um, right now yes i need some tumbleweed now um so yes we're going back to you in the clearing anything else that okay. shaped you we've got your mother 10 being inconsistent sorry consistently inconsistent love that what else uh the things that sh that shaped me um in so many different ways um in and out you know working with just what you working with what you have to work with what you have you know work with what's what's around you know and uh, emotionally and physically even so, that's lovely, working with what you have with what you have. That's great. Yeah. And so, you know, I have a friend that kind of calls me the queen of options because, but this is this, this, what are we going to do? And I'm like, or wait, <laughs> wait a minute. What uh, can yeah. I see? Well, there's something there. We can make that work. And uh, I like that. It's, you know, I just take a few seconds or a few minutes and, and the creative option floats in. It's a great moniker, the queen of options. Again, you're just, you're a very, very natural storyteller. I'm loving that. So the queen of options, another sort of boom moment. I love that. Very good. What else in the queen of options might have shaped you? <laughs> or, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, certainly, I knew that, that you know, when, when you're talking about like an, like an inner child, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, inner grown-up outer child and I know now that I was <laughs> at the beginning when you go back and you remember certain things and um although you're um, working like a pinball machine for me you keep saying things that are just going ping 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 I love it even that was a great expression so this is going very well I'm enjoying myself <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I, I I know it's I kind of you, you remember uh um what was what was the uh, science fiction book who who lived his life out of order oh um, well, that could be. Uh, sorry, I don't know the exact book. Billy, Phil, Billy Pilgrim. Billy Pilgrim. Okay, Billy who's Pilgrim. that by? Is it? And, um, I should know. J.G. Ballard, Ballard is what I'm thinking. One of the famous. Um, <laughs> and you would know Billy Pilgrim, and it's I'm blanking because you know part of my part of myself at 111, that little part of my brain is taking over right now. Sure. But, but and we're both, we were both drifting off into senior moments there, trying to remember the name of a book author. That's all good. <laughs> Billy Pilgrim, everybody knows Billy Pilgrim. And, and um, so I kind of live, I kind of, I don't live on a, you know, like because you're this old, you're supposed to do that, because this, you're supposed to do that. That never kind of made sense to me. Yes. So again, the, the swimming in against the tide, maverick, go in a new direction. The queen of options sums that up, actually. That's really beautiful. And plus, you need you need information maybe from you older or younger. So I do the, the time traveling method, which I taught my daughter, which is really cool. And um, so tell so me more I, about that. So that's lovely. The idea that you, you dig deep for resilience by going to different facets of your timeline. Right. Before and ahead. Yeah. 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 I don't always listen to it because I should. <laughs> Things would be different, but I like where I am right now. I love where I am right now. So, you know, it's just a journey and, and I, I've never known how old I am. And, and when I started uh, touring and then I started being able to travel in 
so many places in so many countries and I work with kids and work with adults and, and who, anybody. It's, we're all just people. And uh, I do, uh, um, I like this because I, when I'm reading about you and, and looking up and about you and listening to you, you know, because I, my favorite thing that I do when I'm working with, with people with master classes or lessons is um, approach to improv because that's what frees all of us. And it's a scary, scary thing. And it, boy, is it worth it exactly that it's a scary scary thing but boy is it worth it is a beautiful cherry on the cake of what improvisation is actually and of course jazz is you know related to that too so if you like we can um i think we've nudged really well at things that have that's been beautiful inspiration of itself so let's move on to three things that inspire you now so when you look around you what inspires you uh let me think well in one category, um, people with follow through inspire me. And, uh, you know, I was sort of raised in sort of a situation where you, you're waiting for people to show up at your door with the silver tray and then be upset that they didn't show up. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I do. Yes. The passivity. And why didn't they arrive at my door with the silver tray? I thought yes, I knew. And it's your fault. <laughs> We don't even know who that that person was, if there even existed. I used to make no sense that either when I was a kid. But um, that inspires me and that helps me. You're talking about the action towards, not just passively waiting for stuff, actively going out and getting it if you want it or need it. Yes. And I learned that, which also shaped and inspired, because I guess they're all connected. They are. Yeah. You know, is the people around me as I as I went along the way, I sent I found that I was being drawn to or or my my tractor beam to them that people were were um, doing what they said and and whatever it took or just yeah. the follow through something simple or something that took years you know something yes. thirty seconds or thirty years and and that being around those kinds of people. So I'm hearing that you like courage in people to, to go and get it, but you also like consistency in that they, they turn up when they say they're going to turn up. Yeah, yeah. Just Or tell me if it can't happen. Just tell me that too. Because <laughs> you know? the queen or of options will work out what to do about that. I love that. That's okay. <laughs> There's options. There's always options. There's always options. Okay. And, and, um, and so uh, it's, still, it's still something that I fight. Maybe I'm just lazy. I don't know. But having people around like that, it elevates me just a little bit, and then it goes pew, and and it's wonderful. Then it's scary and exciting, which is my favorite duality. If something's scary, but I'm excited, then there's always something amazing on the other side of fear. And, and there's always... a sort of parallel construct of, of something slightly duller than what you just said, which is a three concentric circle idea of comfort, risk, panic. You know, if we get too comfortable, it's too comfortable. We always need to be risking, but nobody wants to panic. But that thin dividing line between panicking or risk is really interesting. And Im improvisation allows for that as well. That's it's like right. swimming away from the reef when it gets a bit, when it's a bit cold. <laughs> Being safe all the time isn't the best choice of, of, uh, of the path. You I... know? So if I get, you know, locked up or really, really awkward or feeling, you know, my joy my my joy tank inside me is is going down 
then I might be on stage and I'll look at my guys and I'll just start playing a song that no one's ever heard. And it's a wonderful moment, a wonderful couple of, of minutes. And before I even know it, you're just, you're just free again. You know, Lovely. So the joy tank is what fuels that is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Well, we have we're like a car. We all have our tanks. <laughs> but again, I've never heard it put that way. Again, you're a very natural story seller. The, the, the joy tank. Boom. That's another gift within this clearing. We're going to be talking about alchemy and gold next. But um, anything that. else? Like that. OK. Anything else that inspires you? And if this is at all too rigorous because it's not giving you options, go where you like. But I'm, I'm driving you from... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm loving this because it's not it's not meant to bind anything. It's meant to be a totally freeing, spontaneous. You've just got to be as you are reassured that I've got a structure in mind. So it's my job to bring you back to the clearing. But you're doing so it, this is really, really stimulating for me. Awesome. Same, same for, with you. Thank you. You're very welcome. So what about uh, two things that never fail to grab your attention? What grab, never doesn't grab my attention? Hmm. Say it again. <laughs> well, it, it's if you need an example. So uh, rather comically, if I ever see a table tennis table, because I'm slightly obsessed with ping pong and I like the what? ping pong. Are you serious? Uh, yes. Ping pong. Uh, ping, uh, ping pong, backgammon and foot rubs and miniature golf are probably some of my favorite things in life. But ping pong and somebody just offered me one the other day because they're moving i'm doing a gig at their in their backyard i said oh ping pong she goes oh, we're moving you can have the ping pong table oh the day before yesterday they should have given it to me um listen i oh, if i was to play, i'm very good and slightly obsessed by it. if i was to play you which i hope i will do someday i'll probably beat you oh, we i'm will. very good oh, we will. oh I'm, i talk a good game as well and i scared you enough to go you'll probably will that's good yeah, that's, that's kind of mine <laughs> That's kind of my By the way, I like backgammon too. On holidays, I'm always playing backgammon. Uh, so, and people don't always want to play me, which is quite sad. Anyway, good. We might, we might be related and we don't even know we are. Exactly. So now, so that was me that inspired you with um, ping pong. So it, what, what never fails to, what are your, oh, squirrels, that wherever <laughs> it happens, you'll go there. Whatever happens, I will go there. Hmm. What I, what I can't not do? I mean, my presumption is that if you are ever walking past somebody playing an instrument, you might go oh, and just, just check it out because that's your vibe and you're, you're drawn to music. So it's, it's stuff that, that in your life just is, never fails to make you stop in your tracks. A bit like when you hear a piece of music that just triggers a memory. It does. And I've had some wonderful instant jams on street corners all over the world and and anywhere else not to not to just you know intrude just be grooving you know and people can you can kind of feel each other and someone will say come on sing with me and i'll walk over and i'll go all right i'll just start singing a harmony and then it turns into the seed starts to grow like the beanstalk <laughs> i love that it's just the the universality of music which transcends all cultures all barriers it's just something we can all find relatable it is. It's, it's wonderful. I've been in, in many countries where we had we had no language, but we could still do the same musically. And and it was just as, as wonderful as, as all. And again, I so love that you're holding an instrument as we speak. I don't I, I imagine that you're rarely very far away from an instrument. Yeah, you know, I, I gave up. I surrendered. 
(laughs) (laughs) Years ago, this is who we are. It's like, it's like my, my music was, was my, uh, was my twin or something. And it it did save me. It saved me many ways in many, many ways. It really did. And, and there was a time when I didn't, when I wanted to separate, but then I realized that like for me, uh, the, if the ocean is music, I'm a little fish and I just go follow the music. Oh, I love that. Also, when you were talking then, you made me think of um, um, His Dark Materials, which is a book series, and the fact that you're inexorably attached to your daemon or your demon. So I can imagine a musical instrument would be your demon or your daemon, if you know what I mean by that. His exactly. Dark Materials is a Philip Pullman series. But anyway, if you haven't heard of it, I didn't have a senior moment because I remembered the author as well. Oh, Hurrah. you're young. I think you have a few young, <laughs> a lot of years on you. <laughs> <laughs> However, just so you know, because I know you're much younger than I am, that I find, I realize that with every number, if you have to remember the number, something fades a little bit, yes. but a new superpower comes in. Boom, another awesome pocket of gold. We're going to come on to Alchemy and Gold, I promise, that's soon. So what's just before we leave the tree shaking, what's one quirky or unusual fact about you, Deanna Bogart, we couldn't possibly know until you now tell us? You know, I don't know, because what somebody else might think is quirky, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Or vice versa. But what's quirky about me... Um, I think there's a lot of things that's quirky about me because I, I, I get a certain face from a lot of people, mostly with love, but sometimes with... Mostly who, sorry? From mostly the, the, the people in my world that I love, yeah. who love me, you know, and people who don't, you know. You so, sort of get, 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 I like that, you get a face. I'm just playing around with the light, sorry, because I'm, I'm realising I'm starting I like to... It. It's beautiful where, where you are. I mean, it's, it's a, a really nice corner. It's a deluxe window, which is streaming in a bit of beautiful evening light which is nice now it, it looks beautiful i like your thank space. you and um thank you so much for you're still listening to good listening to podcast uh, i know we all know that but i'm just remembering that it's a podcast and the listeners are listening to deanna bogart and me chris grimes this is awesome so uh, we've finished shaking your tree and now we're going to stay in the clearing and move away oh, from the tree you. i need to be in the clearing no you stay there it's yours forever in perpetuity it's your clearing i and have one foot out for this and one foot out here but this way I get to be out here with you and still in the clearing so thank you I like the way you think now alchemy and gold when you are at purpose and in flow what's the alchemy in the gold or as I've heard it couched beautifully recently what are the diamonds beneath your feet that you are here to bring to the world wow well I uh wow that's 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 beautiful. Like you could, you, I could do a hear ye, hear ye list on that one. What you want to bring to the world, but really, I always I vowed to myself a long time ago that I would be emotionally safe for anybody, and um, I wouldn't be mean, and I wouldn't allow mean. Um, I just just that I'd never brought anybody down, you know keep you where you are or elevate you, but never bring you down, whoever you are, whoever you are. Wow. And, and the thought that somebody might even just remember me, that's pretty much good enough for me. <laughs> that's just... Maybe, 
perfect. Sorry, you were going to say? Maybe, you know, I, I was watching some, some documentaries and different things over the years, and I realized where, where, where I felt what, what uh, life after death is. And, and it, it's like when I'm hearing, um, you know, a Glenn Gould playing Mozart or this or that, or, and you feel it. You feel it, you're moved by them, whether you're, you're in their audience, you know them, you don't know them, you hear them. And, and, that's, and that's life after, after death. And I like, I like to think that somewhere along the line, generations to come, they found a song or they found a line that went, that's what I needed to hear, you know? That would Hi. be a nice thing. But I won't know unless I'm somewhere else. <laughs> Love you know that. Yeah, yeah. That, and I, if I pause every now and again, it's because I'm just enjoying the silence of letting us catch up with those lovely thoughts. Thank you. I'm trying to slow down my brain. It, it goes really fast forward. So I have to calm down. And it's, it's very, very entertaining and compelling because of that. So, so please don't change anything. This is lovely. OK, now uh, in the clearing, I'm going to award you with a cake. Deanna Bogard, oh. and this is the final storytelling metaphor. You looked excited there. Do you like cake? Yes, I haven't even had breakfast yet. This is great. And this is a, the final storytelling metaphor where we're going to put a cherry on the cake. And okay. um, this is what you'd like the legacy of our conversation to be. So this could be, and you've been giving us alchemy gold and cherries on the cake all along, actually. But this is in summary, I suppose. What, um, what would be a favourite piece of advice you've ever been given that stayed with you? What advice might you give to a younger version of yourself? These are options for the queen of options. Or it could be, um, it, it just could be, let's get existential. You've mentioned this already, but inspired by Shakespeare's all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players and each man or woman in their time plays many parts, their acts being seven ages. What would you like your legacy to be? And you've given us a bit of that already because we know the music needs to live on. So how would you most like to be remembered? Now I've laid out quite a complex stool there, but it's, yeah. it's your, you can go where you like with um, the cake that is awarded to you. The cake, okay. My legacy, hmm. Well, we kind of talked about that. So the cake, help me again. I've, so I've, what's the best piece of advice, a bit like when your, your mother gave you the guitar, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Well, with musicians, um, young and old, you know, when, when, they, when, they, uh, when they come up and they say, but I can't play like so-and-so, I'll never play like so-and-so, I'll never play like you, or blah, blah, blah. And, I, and, and I'll say, good because you're not supposed to be as good as me or anybody else. You're supposed to be as good as you. And please remember now, because it took me a lot longer, that to value yourself and know that who you are is enough. Perfect. And anything else you'd like to say here in the clearing as an afterthought? I'd like to, I'd like to have a retreat in the clearing. <laughs> 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 that, and by that, the way, in France with Katie Elliott Armitage, that space, L'Espace, that where you did your um, you did your blues and boogie weekend three times, I, I believe you've been there. But it's one of my favourite 
curated spaces on the planet because I go there to do instant wit, my comedy improvisational company, uh, Laughter Lab, as it's called. So I know we share that space in common and the beautiful Katie Elliott Armitage in common too. And I'm so happy she's introduced us. Me too. And, and I've always wanted to do improv. I improv on stage all the time and, and I love it. You know, and I'll make up, you know, I, I can't remember a verse. I'll just make up a new one and it somehow makes sense or a story about what somebody's doing out in the audience. Just, and I love that you, that you do that. And, and um, it's just one of my favorite things to do and to respect and listen to. And, and uh, I love it. I want to take your class. <laughs> and, and where on the internet can we find out more about you? You've talked about the gig that's happening and you've got a Facebook group, but just, just plant the seeds to grow into the beanstalks of how many more followers you'll get. So, so, <laughs> so where can we find out more about Deanna Bogart on the interweb? Uh, DeannaBogart.com or, you know, we're all Googleable, but, uh, but there's a lot of stuff out there after so many decades. Wow, what an interesting time it is for 2021. How have yeah, you been doing during the pandemic? Well, uh, interestingly, um, my normal flow of work sort of went off a cliff a bit, thank you for asking, but actually uh, out of adversity comes great creativity. Exactly. This very podcast, I, don't, I know I would not have had the idea if it wasn't for the fact I was going, oh shit, what am I gonna do? <laughs> That's right, you know, when everybody was all upset and I'm like, you know, we've been doing this every day for some of us 30 40 50 years so if i can been doing it this long with a house and raised a daughter then i guess i can still do it in a different way yeah yeah and, and find it with with the deanagrams and and all kinds of stuff but really good stuff came out of out of um something oh and deanagrams they are they are obviously they're musical riffs that you can lay down for people by request is that right yeah, now I have upgrades. It can do all kinds of things. <laughs> There's DB quickies. And, and sometimes I rewrite a song. I make them all personalized and I, and I ask certain questions so I can pick up the little nuggets yep. that I know is a nugget, you know. And, um, and then I just use wherever I am. I ended up on top of a, a, a bus with my horn in the middle of the <laughs> desert doing one. Just wherever, whatever I've got, I'll work. I'll There's work two with. lovely things there. You're in, you're in a desert with a bus. Even that's quirky. I like that. What's a bus, bus doing? <laughs> How can I not do that? <laughs> and I, I so enjoy the occasional twang of the fact you're strapped to your instrument at the moment. Um, can I put you under slight pressure? Would you like to leave the Good Listening To podcast with a bit of a deanogram? What, what, what would be, what would be your passing musical refrain that you'd like to say goodbye with? Oh wow! And I'm doing this to one of the masters. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, let me see. It's mm, in the morning with Chris on the screen. I'm glad that I was here and everything it means. You got, want the next part? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling really um, humbled that you even bothered to turn it into about me. I just wanted you could have done anything from your catalogue, but you, you're bespoking but a deanogram. But this is where we are. Yes, please pray continue, madam, and sorry to interrupt you. Chris, it's gonna be a good night. Oh, I could go on and I could do an album. <laughs> I love that. As long as I get a sort of handle on the album, inspired this oh. album, inspired by Chris Grimes and the Good Listening To podcast. So, so in all seriousness, Diana, thank you so much. It's been a real privilege welcoming you to the Good Listening podcast with me, Chris Grimes, and I've so 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 enjoyed it. And I hope you're. Um, 
your gig in the desert, which I appreciate is in the can already, but um, may you get many, many, many people coming. Um, it, what's the, uh, it's the, the Pied Piper of Hamlin, but you're the Pied Piper of, of Panama and the Pied Piper of the <laughs> desert. So other such alliteration like that. But um, thank you. This has been way beyond tumbleweed. But um, thank you I'll very tumble, much. I'll tumbleweed with you anytime. It was a pleasure. It really, really was. Thank you. You too. And I'll, I'll send this back to you as a film, then it'll be a podcast. And um, just let's get it to, let's get it out there. Pleasure working with you. Thank you very much. You too. Thanks. I'm going to stop recording and good night. You've been listening to the Good Listening To podcast with me, Chris Grimes. If you've enjoyed the programme, then please do subscribe on all the usual channels. There's also a dedicated Facebook group for the programme too, and I'm hosted on Buzzsprout. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, then please do. And then on Twitter and Instagram, at that Chris Grimes. Also, if you'd be interested in having some coaching from me to help you level up your confidence, your personal impact or your brand, then contact me via email, chris at secondcurve.uk. So until next time, thank you for listening and goodbye. <laughs>